Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Got a little news for you. It's the news update on Make It Rain. It's Chris Bavona with your Fantasy Sports News Update. Game one of the NBA Finals will be tomorrow night in Toronto. Raptors hosting the Warriors. Tip-off is at 9 p.m. Eastern. Kevin Durant, we already know he is out for game one. But the question now is, will he be there for game two? Because he did, in fact, travel with his Golden State Warriors team. The all-star forward has been shooting on his own, but has yet to do any on-court work with his teammates as he continues the rehab process in his left calf strain. The Warriors said Friday that they were hopeful that Durant could return at some point in the series. The question is, will it be game two or will it be further down the road? The Warriors have gone 5-0 and in Durant's absence, but the two-time NBA Finals MVP would be a valuable co uh, counter to Raptors star Kawhi Leonard on both ends of the floor. The NBA has picked their officials for the finals. Eric Lewis and Kane Fitzgerald are heading to the NBA finals for the first time as they were among the 12 referees picked to work the Toronto Golden State title series. Lewis and Fitzgerald are the two rookies on this year's finals officiating roster. Mike Callahan was picked uh, to work for the finals for the 16th time and uh, the aforementioned uh, one we always like to talk about, Scott Foster. Uh, he will be doing his 12th NBA finals. Other, other referees selected in the 12-man pool are Tony Brothers, James Capers, Mark Davis, John John Goble, uh, David Guthrie, Ed Malloy, Jason Phillips, and Zach Zabra. Uh, we had spoken about this earlier. Finals officials are chosen based on the valuations made on their of their performance during the first three rounds of the playoffs. All twelve referees. And what they want here. is their names to never be heard during yes. the NBA Finals, Bavona. They're hoping that you reeling off those names. Or the last time anybody said their I, name. You know something I was about to say? That's probably the last time they ever want to hear their names when it comes to the NBA Finals. Guys, Absolutely. over to baseball. Yesterday, Reds, uh, Red, uh, Cincinnati Reds, Derek Dietrich hit three home runs against the Pirates in an 11-5 win last night. No, 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 Dietrich's latest big game. Didn't set any records, but it, did, but it extended one of the most unexpected home run tears by a Cincinnati Reds player in recent years. Dietrich's 17 home runs already has set a career high, and 12 of his past 17 hits have been been for the home run. It only took Dietrich uh, 118 at-bats to get to 17 homers, the seventh seventh fewest at-bats by a player with 17 homers since 1961, behind uh, names such as Barry Bonds, Albert Pujols, and Mark McGuire. Most of the damage that uh, Dietrich has been uh, against the Pirates, who have allowed eight of his home runs. Uh, Other other news in baseball, Devin Smelter took the mound for the first uh, for his first game in the majors. His wife and parents among a sizable crowd at Target Field set to face National League MVP Christian Yelich and the hard-hitting Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, kind of an inspiring story about uh, the Twins pitcher here. Diagnosed with cancer when he was just nine years old here. Smelter added another chapter to his inspiring comeback story, pitching six shutouts innings in his debut to help the Minnesota Twins beat the Brewers 5-3 on Tuesday night. The Houston Astros all-star double-play combination was being evalu- uh, evaluated by team doctors on Tuesday here. Second baseman Jose Altuve, who had been on rehab assignment with AAA uh, Round Rock because of a hamstring injury this week, returned to Houston because of fatigue and soreness in his right leg. And shortstop Carlos Correa was removed from Tuesday's lineup against the Chicago Cubs because of soreness in his ribs. Altuve has been out since May 11th because of his strained left hamstring. Uh, Astros manager A.J. Hinch said the hamstring is fine and noted that Altuve's soreness is uh, to the same leg on which he had surgery. The second baseman underwent surgery uh, for on his right knee last October. After the Astros' uh, 9-6 win uh, on Tuesday over the Cubs, Hinch said uh, the team had a little more encouraging news on Altuve, though the team did not specify uh, Altuve's diagnosis. Hinch noted that it was exactly what he thought. The Astros, who are currently without all-star outfielder George Springer, uh, they still lead the American League West at uh, 37 and 19. Guys, let's take a quick look at the rest of the scores from MLB yesterday. Uh, White Sox, they beat the Kansas City Royals at home 2-1 to one in, that, uh, one, in that one game that ended after... Um, that started after five innings and uh, played to such a wonderful uh, crowd, wonderful sellout crowd of uh, two. 
Uh, Yankees, they beat the Padres. Uh, excuse me, Padres, they beat the Yankees 5-4. to four. Talk about being a Yankee biased here. I said the Reds beat the Pirates 11-6. to six. Phillies, they beat the Cardinals 4-3. to three. Uh, Tigers, they shut out the Baltimore Orioles 3-0. Marlins, they beat up on the San Francisco Giants 11-3. The Cleveland Indians... Cleveland Indians, they beat the Boston Red Sox 7-5. Blue, uh, Tampa Bay Rays, they beat Toronto 3-1. to Nationals beat the Atlanta Braves 5-4. to I said the Twins beat the Brewers 5-3. to The White Sox in their second game, they they win 4-3 to, uh, to over the Royals. Uh, Astros, the Astros, they beat the Cubs 9-6. to Rocky, Rockies, they beat the Arizona Diamondbacks 6-2. Uh, Angels, they beat the Oakland Athletics 6-4. And the Texas Rangers, they beat the Seattle Mariners uh, 11-4. And finally, the Mets, they beat up on the Dodgers last night 7-3. to Had a grand slam in that one, Joe. That I know nice you love grand the grand slams. Conforto with a grand slam. Some other teams there could use that bullpen help. Rick Kimbrell, where you at? Austin, Minnesota, Atlanta, the Cubs. Kimbrough, Heichel, so many guys still looking for a new home. That is the news for me. I'm Chris Pavona. Enjoy the rest of Make It Rain. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Let it rain! You remember the class where I taught you all how to make it rain? Make it rain. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. All right, here we go. Final hour here. Make it rain to Fantasy Sports Radio Network. As we get ready here on a Wednesday NHL Stanley Cup Finals. Game two tonight in Boston. Tomorrow, we got ourselves game one of uh, what feels like a month-long series. Uh, well, it is if it actually goes seven there. Between the Golden State Warriors and the Toronto Raptors, a uh, very long season, is uh, getting ready to culminate here in uh, in just over the next couple of weeks. There will be a champion. Will it be the Golden State Warriors? Will it be the Toronto Raptors? Uh, much to be decided. And then kudos to the NBA for never sleeping because come July 1st, a lot of other questions here just a couple of weeks after the finals wraps up. We're going to have a pretty good idea about the free agency class this year, who's going to be moving, where they might be moving to, who might stay. Uh, All of this was going to happen over the next 30 days. So exciting time for the NBA as we get ready to hit the summer months. Uh, But the good news for the summer is not only do we have uh, baseball uh, the dog days of baseball, but also we've got some uh, we got the WNBA getting uh, that's underway here. And before you laugh, uh, there is plenty of opportunities to make some money there. There's also uh, the World Cup getting ready to go in just a couple of weeks. I believe first week in June uh, yeah. we'll uh, we'll start going on the uh, World Cup, uh, the Women's World Cup, rather, in France. Yo, as- I'm staring right now at Rafael Nadal in the third set right now. I got a couple of shekels on him in the French Open. He's up 6-1, 6-2 going into the third set. I may or may not need Rafa to uh, hold, hold court over there. What would you get well. Nadal at? Even money? What What the hell no, was no, he? No, what? It's, um, I have him, and tennis betting is hysterical. I have him at minus 11 games. Okay, so that's the way they do it. So right now, he won the first two sets, 6-1, 6-2. Okay, mm-hmm. so he's up already, uh, what is that, nine games. So I need him in this last set to just win by another two games. So like 6-4 would get it done for me. So as long as he wins in straight sets and it's not a tiebreaker, I got him. Got to win in uh, – so he's got to win straight sets, wins in three out, <laughs> and then – level of degeneracy we're in. Ride Rafa Nadal early on in the French Open. You know, the NBA draft also June as well. Where, by the way, Zion Williamson minus 3,000. He didn't have one overall thing. Yeah, that's uh... – the. <laughs> Save money. That's about as that's about as printing money as it comes, man. They don't get any easier than that. That's for sure. Searching for an outdoor oasis but don't have time to catch a flight? Join us in the heart of Midtown at Versa, packed with good vibes, great views, and service unmatched. Fully stocked with five bars throughout the venue. Aside from our stellar dining menu, Tuesday through Friday, our culinary team has curated a delectable rotation of food activations to be featured on our patio from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Join us for nonstop fun on one of New York City's largest patios as rooftop season is finally upon us. Located at 215 West 35th Street, New York, New York. Official partners of the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers. 
Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. I weighed 329 pounds. I was a heart attack waiting to happen. I got Andro 400. It makes me not so hungry. I started noticing more energy. I noticed my belly was starting to shrink up. I started seeing weight come off. 80-some pounds. I went from 330 to 245. For a 56-year-old guy to lose that much weight, it took something, brother. I feel great. I feel like I was when I was 35 years old. That was Ruben. Now listen to what Josh says about Andro 400. Well, I'll tell you, man, that stuff really works. It was insane. I've heard the commercials walk for a decade. I was like, I'm just going to try it. My pants are like falling off. It really works. I bought suits last year for my new job, and they're falling off of me. It's insane. Guys, if you want to lose belly fat, gain energy, strength, and muscle, and look and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. That's 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Dad, what are you doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Yeah, but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover Student Loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah. They're one of the top student loan lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah. We still have time to apply and get a great rate. So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. The morning after. Dan Shaughnessy uh, joins us. NBA uh, prediction. Are you looking forward to this finals? I don't like the Raptors. They bore me. Good for them. And uh, Toronto certainly starved. So good for them. Not enough drama from the Raptors for you, Dan. Come on. They're they're, they're professionals. I know. I know. You're right. You're right. It's just, uh, it sucks all the air out of it for me. So I'm not as intrigued as I would have been if it had been uh, the Celtics and Sixers or the Bucks. So good luck to the Raptors, but I'm not interested. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. All right, final hour here. Make it rain. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Got some interesting uh, numbers here as we get ready to embark on this uh, NBA Finals. A couple of interesting numbers to know, uh, including the fact that it's been a while since uh, we know, obviously, LeBron James hasn't been involved in these uh, in these finals. But it's also been a while since we've had an actual NBA champion that was a lower seed. Uh, the last six seasons, the higher seed has won, uh, except for the one time was the Heat back in 2013 when they beat the Spurs in seven games. The Spurs were the uh, were the higher seed. So uh, you've got a situation here this year where we know who the higher seed is, uh, although it didn't take much. I think it was one game separating both uh, Toronto and the uh, and the right. Warriors this year, uh, but. Toronto is absolutely the higher seed, so it's been a while. Last uh, last six seasons, we've only seen it happen once where a lower seed actually went on to win. And there's two scoring numbers that keep that are seem to be benchmarks here in the finals. Uh, one of those is 92 points. Uh, it's it seems that in the finals, teams that score 92 points or less in in an NBA Finals playoff game. Uh, tend not to do very well moving on in the series. In fact, they go just one in sixteen against the number over the last sixteen uh, over the last six seasons. So, if you get a team that just throws a dud out there, and uh, either the Warriors or Toronto, and they can't score more than ninety-two points, uh, it's not a good sign for what the series is going to bring you. Uh, but conversely, the number you're hoping for is hundred and three points by a team. Because teams that score 103 points or more, um, they've gone 26, 7, and 2 against the number over the last six seasons. So that really is that number. You, you're hoping teams can get to 103 points or more. And if you do, if you've got one team that can actually do that and the other team stays under that, uh, it's been a pretty good benchmark over the last six years as far as uh, who might go on 
and win. And I guess it makes kind of sense. I mean, we talk about uh, it, this NBA is all about scoring. Like, if you can't score more than 92 points in a game, then you've probably got some bigger issues on the uh, on the horizon or we're talking major mismatch. I don't know that either one of these two teams, could you imagine a game where Golden State only scores 92 points? Uh, I can't, uh, maybe in a half, I, I can't see it in, in a full game. But it'll be interesting to see who reaches that 103-point mark more and how often. Can uh, can you keep a team under 103 points? We've seen it, I think, a couple of times here with Toronto. I don't know that Golden State, this has Golden State been kept under 103 points? I'll look over the uh, the scores here, but I don't know that I don't know that they've been held under a hundred points so far in the uh, in the playoffs. Uh, but I do know at the crawling pace that Toronto likes to play at, certainly against Milwaukee, the whole ninety point situation there, keeping it under a hundred, wasn't that hard to do. But keep that number in mind: a hundred and three points seems to be. Uh, the sweet spot for teams to go on and actually be very successful, especially against the spread. If they can get 103 or more consistently, uh, you probably are going to have the winner there. And I think it all dictates pace. I think it all depends on what pace these teams want to play at. Does Toronto want to go wall to wall? Do they want to slow it down? And I think if they do slow it down, Golden State's got no problem playing at either pace. We've seen that. But that 103-point mark, I think, might be a little bit tougher for Toronto to hit as opposed to Golden State, at least on a consistent basis. Absolutely, Joe. And looking back so far in the NBA playoffs, the lowest the Golden State Warriors have scored all playoffs long is 104 points. That is their low total for the playoffs, playoffs, at least. That happened in game, uh, let's see, that happened in game five against the Rockets when they won 104 to 99 and okay. it also uh, and to be honest it happened two times in wins against the Rockets and it happened wow. game 1 against the Rockets where they won 104 to 100 okay so, that so 103 I will point say this, mark yep right so that 103 point mark is there the other thing I'll say though Joe is you know we talk about how great Golden State is how great Kawhi is don't get it twisted both of these teams have the ability to play lockdown defense, okay? Mm-hmm. The Toronto Raptors have, I think, the best um, points-per-game average against them uh, in the playoffs so far. I think they're only giving up something like 99 or 100 a game. And we know that the Golden State Warriors' defense is a lot, always underrated, especially like when they make those big-time runs in the third quarter. It's the defense that clamps down. Here's the other things I'm going to add to it. That rust theory, okay, Mm -hmm. maybe you still like Golden State to win game one, but I can see a first quarter where Clay is cold a little bit, okay, as they shake off the rust. And the other thing is I think Toronto is going to want to have a slower pace. Right. If this was if this was Golden State Milwaukee, it would be up and down. I think we'd see games in the 120s. Right. I think Toronto wants to play a little bit slower. I think Toronto is and both sides of this defense are going to be throwing something new at them in game one, whether that's doubling Kawhi, who's playing Steph, that sort of thing. You mentioned the idea of 103 as the kind of golden number. I look at the total for game one, Joe. It's sitting at like 213 and a half 214, something like that. Mm. I think I'm going to be on this narrative of the feeling out process and maybe the under for game one. You know, they could still get to 103. I can still have a, you know, a 106, 102 kind of close game and still be short of the under. I think, you know, we'll talk more about it tomorrow, but I think I'm going to be on the under for game one. Keep an eye uh, also game ones here have favored at least the last five have favored the home team. Uh, Home teams are on a five game straight up winning streak as well as being four and one against the number in the NBA finals. So, and they've also, and this is interesting. Yeah. Game ones have seen an average margin of victory of 14 points. Oh, wow. So over, yeah, over the last five, uh, over the last five NBA finals, game ones, home court advantage have absolutely mattered. And we've seen, uh, we've seen some blowouts. So Toronto sitting kind of pretty there as far as, uh, history tells us that over the last five years, game one's home court, it means something coming into the uh, coming into the finals. Uh, four and one against the number of five up. However, game twos, to your point, feeling out process, game one, right? Well, it turns out that yeah. game twos have been extremely profitable to the under uh, in game two. So, you know, game like two. you said, you 
They go out there. Yeah, game two over the last five years, over the last six years, five out of the last six game twos have gone under the total. So, like you said, they get out there, they kind of feel each other out, you know, maybe a little less defense, but I think once they obviously get to see each other, game two is where they really – they really turn on the defensive jets and try and stop teams. So keep an eye on the under for game two. Home teams really favored in games one. They've been doing really, really well, but the unders have also been very profitable in game twos. Yeah, that makes sense to me. You know, like as you start to figure each other out, I just think like I even think in game one, though, Joe, I really think that feeling out is going to happen. And if you're going to in the same theory as we talked about in the NHL, right? Like this idea that the Bruins might have some rust and then you mm-hmm. see how the lights come on. I could see a low scoring first quarter tomorrow night, a lower scoring first half tomorrow night. And then as is their trend in the third quarter is when the Golden State Warriors make their adjustments and start to blow the doors off and uh, maybe close any lead that's going on or start to, you know, start to really fill it up. But I still, I, I, I still think I'm leaning under because I think Toronto wants to play a slower pace against these Warriors. Yeah, especially, uh, especially early on. But I, you know, and again, how much of that are they going to have an option on? Who's going to dictate the the glass? And I think that's going to be also a a big factor in this series because you know and I know that if Golden State they're going to get the boards, they're probably going to want to run. They're, they they watch. Draymond but, Green will take it and go. We've oh, seen that in man. the Portland series. Woo-hoo. And, well, they just watched what, you know, Milwaukee for the first two games of that series, when they owned the uh, the glass, they just beat them to the punch. There was no half-court offense. There was no half-court defense because they just ran the court up and down. And you know Draymond exactly. Draymond's going to get that, and it's almost going to be two different teams, right? It's when Draymond gets the rebound, and it's when everybody else gets the rebound. And that's what what makes them very unique is their ability to be able to slow it up, speed it down, you know? So go 100 miles an hour, slow it down a half court. Toronto's a better uh, defensive team than Portland, though. Yes, it is. It's going to be the best defensive team outside of, I think, uh, Houston was pretty good, too. But this will be – they're better than Houston on a defense. End because of you know one team has Kawhi, the other team had Harden, who plays no defense. I mean, Ibaka's an All NBA guy too. Yeah, exactly. So. Can't get enough fantasy football? Roto Experts has launched their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source com score total visits. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best and the best players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build and optimize lineups for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. 
put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. The Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. Yeah, it's funny looking at some of these numbers from uh, from this year. It's uh, we were talking about the totals for this NBA uh, Finals game here tomorrow night, and I think what is it two fourteen and a half, two fifteen? It it really hasn't moved an awful lot. Yeah, it hasn't moved uh, a whole bunch here, which is uh, which is interesting. But when you look at what the season uh, provided uh, these two teams during the season. It's interesting, Dane. I believe the numbers when these two teams played and they both played to the over uh, were in the 220s. So now, yeah, now all of a sudden you're dropping the numbers down into the uh, into the mid teens here. And I think a a lot of people different. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of people forget how offensively efficient Toronto was during the season, especially I think they were number one in transition points. Uh, It wasn't like Toronto Yes, they they showed their defensive uh, prowess here over the last uh, couple of series, but, but let us not forget they could score with the best of them. I mean, this wasn't this wasn't a team that just slogged along during the season here and you know was was beating teams because uh, they held them to under a hundred points. I mean, this was this was a team that was pretty damn efficient on the offensive side. So while we see we know we can expect scoring from the Golden State Warriors. Uh, I think it would be foolish for us all just to expect that Toronto would not be able to score. So, in fact, I think in December, November and December, 223 and 226 and a half, uh, if you want to use that as a barometer. And both of those those are high. I mean, Golden State in the playoffs and in the regular season, their offensive ranking is, uh, what, 115? Their rating, 115 or so? That's just... It, it's absurd, but don't forget, Golden State likes to turn the ball over, too. They led the league in turnovers, and if it's one thing we know about transition basketball with Toronto Raptors, they're going to take advantage of those turnovers. Golden State keeps turning the ball over, and you start giving uh, you start giving Toronto easy baskets. You know, I would, uh, at 215, the more I look at it, the more I go, let us not forget, Toronto can score, guys, and they can also get turnovers. And you're going up against a team who loves to turn the ball over. In fact, and this is crazy, 226 turnovers for Golden State in the postseason. This is crazy. I would expect maybe game one, maybe we get a little bit more scoring than people uh, are going to anticipate. Just because we're so used to, like, oh, Toronto's going to grind it out. You know, let us not forget how bad Milwaukee was, too, at shooting the basketball uh, I do think they can go toe-to-toe with Golden State for extended periods, plus get those easy baskets. I wouldn't uh, I, I wouldn't exactly close my eyes to the over in this uh, in this game either there, Dane. Interesting. You know, I, I, I look at it more like, you know, in the NFL where there's an explosive offense and you want to mm-hmm. keep them on the sidelines by running the ball, that sort of thing. That's, that's, that's what I'm looking at here with Toronto. I think they're going to want to play a slower pace to keep the ball out of Golden State's hands, have fewer possessions, thus fewer, less variance in what mm. they can do to kind of hang in it and let their defense. I just think, I, you know, I'm, I'm one of those common people then, Joe. I think it is going to be a grind out, slower pace, more of a half court. And I think both of these teams, you're right, maybe they force turnovers and that transition could be some scoring. But I just think this will be a slower paced game. I think both of these teams are actually good defensively. I think both of these teams are right now cooking something up defensively 
for, mm. you know, the answer for Kawhi or how they're going to approach Steph. You know, we've been wondering, do they put Kawhi on Steph? I've been saying that leaves a liability then for whoever Lowry or Van Fleet is on, whether that be, you know, Livingston yeah. or Clay or whoever else is in that two-guard spot. But, I, you know, I think you're you, that makes sense that Toronto mm. does get turnovers. They could push it. Draymond Green certainly will push it, even on made buckets. But I, something also tells me that the trump card in this narrative is the the feeling out process kind of idea in the rust. I'm I'm still leaning under. We'll talk more about it tomorrow, though. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Just don't don't forget the fact that Toronto during the year was a pretty damn good offensive efficient team. So they have they were able to score points. It's just that we haven't. You know, we've seen this this battle here with uh, with Milwaukee and even Philadelphia, for that matter, where it was they they purposely slowed it down to a crawl. But, uh, you know, I don't know that they're going to necessarily be able to dicta- uh, dictate that. And I don't know that that's exactly what we're going to see in game one. But I do know that Toronto has shown us that even if they want to go up tempo, uh, the Golden State Warriors, because we're not talking long Listen, Milwaukee was long, lengthy, you know, seven-foot right. dudes that, right, right, it, you know, hard for them to compete with that, even in transition. But that's not what you got here with Golden State. You know, their biggest dudes uh, are going to be out there in Cousins and, and Durant. So you're going to see smaller dudes. I think they can keep up, and I certainly think they're going to be able to, if it comes down to let's go basket for basket, um, let us not forget, Toronto was pretty damn good. I don't think it's going to be a runaway situation where, uh-oh, here's Golden State because they turn up the heat, that Toronto's not going to be able to keep up. Uh, let us not forget, they were pretty damn good offensively during the year, especially in transition. And I do think the layoff, how many days has it been now since Toronto's played? They since play Toronto what, Friday? Yeah, yeah, Friday, was, right? Uh, so Friday, Saturday, yeah. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Saturday. Wednesday. Saturday. So, Six so six days is is a good time. amount of time for them maybe to get uh, healed up heal a little bit. I haven't heard anything about Kawhi other than uh, that he seems to like the rest actually did him some good. So I I do think rust definitely a possibility. The question is, does the rust last through the first half or will we start right. to see it? Uh, will that's it will saying. it bleed into the second half? Uh, that's I can going see a low to be first quarter though. I can see a low yeah. score. I can yeah, see, uh, see I can the see interesting a, I can too. see a 26 21. You know, I can see that being under. What's the first half number? That's an interesting uh that's an interesting angle as well in this game. What is the is the first half uh what 107? What what do they have uh, what are they listing now? Well, that? you say that they usually just chop it in half, right? That's what you've, you you well, taught yeah. me these things, Joe. In, Let's find until, out. Until of course 109. They, uh, 109. Yeah, there you go. So they're expecting it to be a little bit higher there, huh? Little less defense in the first. 109's a big number, guys, in the first half there. That's Especially if you're banking 55. on rust. Yeah, if yeah, you're banking on rust. Woo! Interesting. interesting. And don't forget, that guys, is. you got to keep an eye on the second half lines, too, as well, because sure. uh, what we've known about Golden State is their numbers uh, in the second half against the spread, all playoffs, actually throughout the, their run here in the finals, um, they were like a 73% clip of covering the second half line. So uh, we know notoriously, which is interesting that they have it at 109 in the first because we know Golden right. State when it comes to – it'll get tighter to, in the second half woo, instead of vice versa. You know what I mean? So it'll be, uh, it'll be interesting to keep an eye on that and see where that goes. Uh, also, don't forget, coming up this week, and you had mentioned it uh, a little bit earlier, Dane, uh, we do have ourselves a very rare – uh, an important June series between New York and Boston, don't we? Yeah, we do. you know, isn't that uh, isn't it, we had uh, we talked to um, uh, Mr. Shaughnessy there from the Boston Globe, right? And it was funny we're talking about Bill Buckner, but he had a tweet that he pointed out that he uh, that he sent out yesterday about how the Boston Red Sox were closer to the fourth place Toronto Blue Jays. Than they were the first place New York Yankees, and I and I said I find that interesting as we get ready to move into a series here. Uh, why is that? And he's, and even he said, and this is how they're they're looking at it in Boston that this is a kind of a yes, it's only June, but this is a pretty big series for Boston because of the fact that yeah, on many levels and many aspects, they're not even in the same ballpark as the Yankees, much less Tampa. 
um, than, you know, in, at this point in the season. And a good barometer, they couldn't do anything against Houston, right? Houston ended up winning, what, two out of – Houston's dominated them so they far. They beat Verlander, though. <laughs> right, they did beat Verlander at the uh, at that one game. So they lost again last night. They gave up five runs in the ninth to Cleveland, who can't hit, uh, which is not a good situation. But yeah, they um, they kind of are looking at this this uh, this upcoming meeting between New York and Boston this week as a pretty p- a pivotal point in an early season. But none the same. This is a it would go a long way for the Boston Red Sox to be able to win this series this weekend. And we're still talking about a New York team that doesn't have the majority of its stars on the team. And it's just kind of fascinating to me that even the media in Boston is like, yeah, guys, um, we're no, we're like the Toronto Blue Jays right now. We're, we're not even close to the Yankees. And I find it interesting that they even view it at this point. Yeah, that's interesting. It's a four-game set also, Joe, you know, starting Mm -hmm. tomorrow. It's a Thursday through Sunday. And here's the thing, and this is why I was making the point about Dallas Keuchel, right? You know, you're right. This series is going to end Sunday. Major League Baseball draft is going to be like Monday or Tuesday next week, and that'll clear the way for someone to sign Keuchel without the compensatory pick. Joe, for these four games against Boston, you got J.A. Happ Thursday, Domingo Herman, who, by the way, got lit up in his last appearance. I know he's like mm-hmm. eight and two, but he also has an innings limit this year. Okay, so you got Herman for only a little while longer. Hap on Thursday. Tanaka went last night, right on Tuesday, so he's going again on Sunday. Saturday they're going with an opener, Joe. It's a TBD. They don't have a damn starter. Okay, mm. you got Sabathia still on the IL. You got Paxton only coming back. It's not going to, I'm telling you the Yankees are doing it with smoke and mirrors. It is amazing that they are 16 games over 500 right now, Joe, 16 games over 500 with literally, I heard this stat 70% of their payroll is on the IL, Joe, 70% of their payroll, judge Stanton, Didi, Severino, Paxton, Batances, or, um, you know, Andujar and, you know, Tulo and others, okay? Six, 70% of their payroll is on the damn IL, and they're still 16 games over 500. But the problem rears its head on Saturday when they're going to have the opener. I really believe they know, the Yankees know, that Herman on an innings limit, Hap is not really, you know, the, the, the tried and true guy. CeCe is at the end of this run as well. I think the Yankees know that they've been lucky over the last month, and they're going to need to go into the uh, Dallas Keuchel sweepstakes next week. Yeah, and it's interesting because this is not usually something the Yankees do when it comes to Dallas Keuchel. They usually go for power pitchers, not not crafty lefties. It's interesting. We'll see how it all plays out. We'll talk about it coming up here. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40... Your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. A lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. 
when you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76 and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Can't get enough fantasy football? Roto Experts has launched their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the Internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com. So if you guys are serious about fantasy football, you know it is never too early to start prepping for the 2019 season. And Roto Experts, they've got you covered. Their NFL 365 fantasy football package includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the net. Davis Maddock, Roto Experts, they're providing dynasty season-long betting best ball and NFL draft content pretty much every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of the type of fantasy football you play. Go ahead, save 10% now, rotoexperts.com. Use the promo code FNTSY. Get that 10% off promo code FNTSY for the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com. And welcome in here as we get ready for this uh, Wednesday slate. MLB getting ready to go. NHL tonight, game two. Bruins taking on the Blues. Blues trying to even this series up. One game apiece, but they're going to have to do it in Boston, and uh, they are going to have to, well, they're going to have to be a hell of a lot better than they were in the uh, second and third periods there in game one, that is for sure. Uh, but we were talking about some, uh, the Yankees, Dallas Keuchel, they've got a big series coming up against the Red Sox here beginning tomorrow, four-game series, a set in which Red Sox media and Red Sox nation, I can tell you right now, is very interested in seeing how it plays out because they it hasn't been great. You know, coming off a 108-win season, a lot of the same guys, uh, nothing has gone the way they had hoped, and yet they're watching a team that now has, once Sabathia went on the DL, that's the 14th Yankee on the injured reserve list, guys. That, 70% that's 70% of the payroll. 14. Which is just unbelievable. Um, also, the fifth starter uh, is what CC was. That's the fifth starter that went on the injured list when he did it. So Severino's out another few weeks. Paxton expected to return next week. No, today. Uh, today Paxton starts tonight. Oh, is he today. definitely coming back today? He's, Paxton okay, is the so starter he's, today. He's back. But that's the problem. Cecil was supposed to be back in a month. Crossed. Yeah. Right. Here's crossed here with Paxton. So we'll see. But yeah, Paxton's uh, on the hill today for the Yanks. Tanaka is, uh, and he got lit up in the first inning last night. Uh, but you mentioned it. Herman's on a on a workload. I don't at least ten days, right, for the knee issue with Sabathia. We so yeah. we don't. We're hoping. Um, That's what I'm saying. The Hap Yankees okay. They're going with an when opener. Is Montgomery coming back. When Who knows? Is, uh, Who we don't knows, even know when he's Joe? coming back. That's They're going with crazy. openers for God's sakes. That's why I'm telling you, this series, this is a four-game series with Boston. Let me tell you something. Boston wins three out of four. Let's say that, and this lead instead of six games is down to four or something, you know, something like that. They will turn around and sign Dallas Keiko. I'm telling you, if they're like, oh, we can't put it together with spitting mirrors anymore. Uh, they're going to that. This is their response. I'm telling you this or they call Cleveland. They're like, what's up with Trevor Bauer? Or they call San Francisco and they say, hey, can we get mad bum to take us off his no trade list? This is not sustainable. I think the Yankees know it. And after this series with Boston, they're going to look themselves in the mirror and decide if they need to go, uh, you know, if they need to go shopping. Not something uh, Yankees stylistically have usually done, um, especially. Uh, with what, their analytical staff. 
No, they they haven't gone. They've they're usually looking for that that big arm, that that power pitcher. That's usually right. the guy that they like to come oh, in. I they, hear you. They don't generally go after the crafty, the, lefty. You know, the crafty left-hander that, uh, you know, which is you got one. I mean, let us not get it wrong. You, CC's done an amazing job. But stylistically, they want that big fireballer. You know, they want that that Severino yeah. type, the guy that's going to come in and throw 97, 90, the Max Scherzers of the world, yeah. you know. Um, I will say this. Keiko's always been good in Yankee Stadium. And yes, he's he a big-time ground ball pitcher, Joe. And with the mm. small the small porch in right field, I think you need – I think a ground ball pitcher profiles well for Yankee Stadium. He's always done well there. Um, so I think you're right. But maybe the analytics, because of his ground ball percentage, actually speak to a reason why they do want Dallas Keiko. Yeah. Uh, the problem is I just – I think there's going to be guys in that analytics department of the Yankees going, guys. Uh, this is, it's not going to work there. The numbers are telling us, uh, it's not going to work. They, It'll they work better than the triple a guy. They got to call up for an I, emergency start. <laughs> that's the big question, right? I mean, it, cause it's not really going to be from an optic standpoint. The Yankees, like every other major league baseball team, they're making decisions strictly on spreadsheets, guys. They, it doesn't really make a damn bit of difference on right. anything else. What we may think, and it all has to do with what is on the spreadsheet. And I think the fact that the Yankees or anybody else, for that matter, really hasn't gone out unless Keiko was willing to sign on for $3 million. But, you know, he still wants $18 million. He wants a one-year deal. He still wants an astronomical amount of money. Whether or not he still even gets that offer from the Yankees, which he hasn't gotten anything at this particular point. And the only two teams associated with Keiko are the two in the running in the East, the Yankees in Tampa, who was also, you know, let's face it, Glass now is on the injured list there. Snell spent a little time. Right. It's not like uh, it's not like they're rolling without injuries either. So, but those are the only two teams. And the question is, will the Yankees do optically what we think they should do? And listen, Dallas Keuchel, sinker ball pitcher, it should work pretty well. Or are they going to, you know, go to the nerds and the pencil pushers up in the office going, guys, the numbers don't. The numbers don't tell us that this is going to work out. And that's the strange well, part about the other baseball. Option, Joe. You know, it's like, right. yeah, maybe if all things being equal, this being the the the, the winter, right, they can right. sign other options, right? It, but, like, it's 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 signed Dallas Keuchel, who's a former Cy Young Award winner. I understand what you're saying. The crafty lefty may not fit their vibe. But, like, what's behind door number two, Joe? Well, is is renting Madison Baumgartner more palatable for, for them? You know, is that something that the analytics guys look at and go, guys, it, it, it makes more sense for us to go out and and trade for Bumgarner and get him for yeah, a half you a year. You got to spend like a Clint Frazier. You got yeah. to give up Robbie Ray, to do that. Uh, or Robbie right. Ray at Arizona yeah. or somebody else along those lines. I mean, yes, they're, it, Yankees aren't forced to look at Dallas Keuchel. It's not like they don't have other options. They can absolutely go out of the market and rent themselves a Madison Bumgarner if that's the route they want to go. But they're making That's decisions. That's cost their prospects. That's all. Well, but they're willing to do that based upon what the analytics say. And they're not listening to anything else. They're about what's the most cost-effective move, what is going to cost us the least. And right now, I believe the Yankees, if they pay so much as a dollar to Keuchel, it's going to cost them It's going to cost them a couple of million dollars in a luxury tax. So they're trying to figure out other ways. It's not just, hey, let's sign them and bring them in. They're looking... How do we how do we save pennies here to the Yankees, which is also very strange at this particular point. But that's what they're doing. They're opting to be crafty. They're opting to be uh, frugal. They're opting to go, hey, on the spreadsheet, this doesn't make an awful lot of sense, guys. And I never thought we'd get that with the Yankees. But that's exactly where we are, which is the reason. And I think we can all agree that if this was old George. Keiko, oh, yeah. Bump, everybody would have been signed already at this particular point. He wouldn't have given a crap one way or the other. But that's that's the reality of 2019 with Major League Baseball right now. Yeah, the other reality, though, Joe, of 2019 is wanting to keep your kids a little mm. bit more, right? Because they are cheap to, to your to, to your uh, narrative before, right, about being frugal. Clint yep. Frazier is gonna not going to cost a lot of money. You know, Gio Urshela, Miguel Andujar, some of these guys are less likely to want to – you know, use them in a trade to flip for a piece like a Madison Bumgarner or Trevor Bauer or Robbie Ray, someone else, you know, so maybe they want to hold on to their kids because yep. it's a new way of thinking. Oh, and by the way, Joe, let me bring it full it circle. It doesn't sound like you, they want to give up a draft pick. I mean, the, I the reason they're waiting as long is they don't want to I give know, up right. a draft pick. After the draft. You know, right. I want to just 
to bring it full circle here, Joe, you started the show talking about Magic Johnson and when was mm-hmm. the last time a team's front office was mm-hmm. like the story. And I'm going to answer you the question. And I'm going to bring it all the way back to something like this. The answer? The Oakland days of the late 90s. Billy Bean, but Moneyball, that era. That was the last time when a front office got the headlines more than the players, right, in a positive way. And, that, and now we're talking about here at the end of the show, Moneyball and how the Yankees are approaching it, you know, in terms of the spreadsheets and the assets and the young kids and how do they go ahead and augment or supplement their team. I think we can agree, Joe, they're going to have to do something. This is mm. not sustainable the way they're doing it right now with all these injuries. So the question is, to your point, do they just spend just money and not talent and picks and prospects to get a guy like right. Dallas Keuchel? Or do they flip some of these prospects? And by the way, Clint Frazier is hot as hell right now. You know, yeah. Or do they flip some of these prospects to help restock another team's farm system that's a non-contender? That'll be interesting to see which way they go. But they're going to do something in the next few weeks, Joe. I am just shocked that uh, it hasn't happened already. But I think that just goes to tell you if there was any team in a position in Tampa Bay as well. It's not as if Tampa's not uh, finding themselves. Their ace is also, you know, on the shelf. They're not too sure, sure with what's going on there. There's a reason why Tampa's looking at them also. I'm just, but they're not going to spend any. Believe. Yeah, we're talking about a 38th draft pick here, 39 in the draft. We're talking about a guy that is uh, whoever they pick is going to be three, four years down the road. Right. And teams are going, yeah, I don't want to give that, that up. It's mind-blowing yeah. to me that that's where we're at. That's where the guys way are like, oh, no. are these days. Yeah, yeah we, we want that. We don't want, you know, so you'd rather, you know, hoping. You'd rather the unknown of the 39th pick of a than a former Cy Young Award winner. It's right. crazy. <laughs> you yeah, know, that's done it at this level. That's the way it yep. is right now. Yep. And Tampa ain't spending any, ain't flipping any prospects. You know, they, yeah, right. they value these guys a lot. They, they ain't going to be the ones getting Madison Bumgarner or anything like that. For them, it may be if they want to actually push chips in the table and go for a guy like Dallas Keuchel. It's it's yep. very, very interesting. You know, I would also put the Minnesota Twins in there. Listen, they're a team yep. that's 10th over we all love. But by the way, their bullpen is nothing to write home about. You know, Blake Parker and those guys, they're in a committee. Hey, uh, Craig Kimbrell, wouldn't that be an interesting spot for him in Minnesota? Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and Chicago's got to do something, too, because they're so, just yeah. – there's too much talent yeah. there to be giving up runs what late in the game. Kind of bullpen. Yeah. yeah, they don't have a closer, and that's ridiculous for the Chicago yeah. Cubs to have uh, as much power as they do in that lineup. Not to have somebody that can come in and close that door is absurd. So, but he's another guy. You know, to me, he's more valuable than Keuchel is, and yet teams are like, ah, gotta wait after the draft. Don't want to give up a, a forty round, you know, a fortieth pick. Like what? Like seriously? Like you're, you're waiting he's until after awesome. you don't want to give up a 40th round draft. Ju- it's just amazing to me um, what's going on in Major League Baseball. And uh, the one Not thing good. I think we can all agree upon is that Major League Baseball is in dire need of closers and back end bullpen guys that can shut the door more than ever because across the league, even the contenders. Uh, it's a coin flip, guys, once you start getting past that seventh inning here and having a guy, and even though Kimbrell was less than stellar at the end of the year uh, last year, he's still a guy that is as dominant as they come out of the bullpen. And let's face it, uh, both of these guys, they're going to have a bit of a chip on their shoulder, aren't they, when they, uh, when they sign with whoever it is that they're going to play with? You would think so. You would yeah, think so. And like, there's a team like that wants them, and that's all they want at this point, right, to be loved to be wanted but if you look at the top of the standings man i think listen atlanta chicago you know minnesota these are all teams that could use a closer for sure boston these are all teams yep. that could use that back end of the help but we'll see it'll yep. happen in the next couple of weeks jimmy robbie ray today speaking of which starting for arizona also aaron nola starting for the uh phillies here today against st louis i'll take philly and i'll take arizona here today uh just like the pitching matchup line. better there you go line. Be back tomorrow, guys. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called thebestdate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at thebestdate100.com. That's thebestdate100.com. One more time, thebestdate100.com.
Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. Calling all drivers. Want a career that will take you places? Then Coach USA and Megabus is the place for you. Coach USA and Megabus, leaders in the local and inner city bus transportation industry, are looking for career minded, conscientious drivers with a valid CDL Class A or B license with passenger endorsement. They offer paid training, competitive salary, and many benefits. Apply now and start driving to a better future. Visit CoachUSA.jobs. That's CoachUSA.jobs. The Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. Are you, or someone you love, one of the nearly one million Americans living with Parkinson's disease? There is no known cure, but you have the power to help change that by participating in a clinical trial. The Michael J. Fox Foundation will help get you started. Visit michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack to download the new Parkinson's trial participant pack. It's free and available right now. That's michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack. Visit today. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. You're listening to the best of Make It Rain on the Fantasy Sports Network. I'm going to make it rain. There was actually a tornado warning on Staten Island last night during this game. And even from the beginning of the game, you could see that. And they kept panning to the to the skies uh, over the stadium and how ridiculous it looked. It looked like something that we see down here a lot in the south. These storms that are rolling. It looked like Armageddon. Uh, for yeah. much of that game, and yeah. you're going, oh, man, it's, you know, are they going to be able to get this game in? Because we were waiting at any moment for those skies to open up. I mean, it looked it looked awful there. And then all of a sudden, we come into the seventh inning. The Padres were up 5-1, and you could start to see now the Yankees put a couple of runners on, nobody out. Things are going to start to get interesting like they normally do this time of game for the Yankees. The rain was coming down harder and harder, like you said. Less and less people in the stands are all running for cover. And then all of a sudden, Andy Green is the manager of the Padres. And he decided at that particular point that in order to curb a eventual comeback from the New York Yankees, uh, he was going to go ahead and bring in a new pitcher every batter in the seventh inning. And that's exactly what he did. He brought in five pitchers in a seven batters uh, span. And then as if that wasn't good enough, he brought in another pretty much emptied his bullpen, except for his closer in the seventh inning, one pitcher per batter, six pitchers to face eight batters in that game, in the seventh inning. And the only reason I could come up with him doing this was because he thought at any particular moment, with the way that sky looked and the way the rain was coming down, lightning was coming. (laughs) The tornado warning just hit Staten Island. You know, he's like, all right, forget it. You know, right. let's let's just hold on to our hat here because if I can if we can postpone this a little bit and the weather opens up, they're gonna it's yeah. already past the fifth inning. It's an easy victory. He doesn't have to worry about it. But man, the the fans that were there that were left there, uh, by the time he brought in the fifth pitcher. It was quite obvious what was going. Even the fans in the stands knew what he was doing, and they, the guys on the broadcast are like, "Listen, I don't know the staff." They're like, "But this is, 
this is Bush League. Like, what he's doing right now, we all know what he's doing. He's trying to buy enough time. Stretch out, run out the clock, yeah. Yeah, exactly it, man, which is, I mean, when's the last time we've talked about, right, pace of play? Seven pitchers or whatever. Right. When, you know, I mean, that's the kind of stuff we did three years ago that drove, uh, of course, uh, you know, Major League Baseball crazy going, we can't do this. Rob Manfred's like, guys, we got to. You know, we actually have a rule now coming up next right. year where a guy's yeah. got to pitch the three batters to avoid exactly what Andy Green did last night. Totally Bush League play, man. I, You know, I don't know if he's going to get a lot of heat for it today. They ended up holding on and winning anyway. But total Bush League, man. I mean, you got to be kidding me. To, to see that from a major league team, I mean, that's a minor league crap right there that uh, that was going on. Wait for the rain to come? Seriously? That's how scared you are that the Yankees were going to make a comeback? I, and they did. They were one hit away, one big hit away from Hicks. Trust or, me. Or they they could have blown alive. that game open. And, and it just drove me crazy watching. And I'm going, this isn't really happening right now. Like, he's bringing in a pitcher or a batter, like, purposely. Like, he's bringing him in. I'm like, this is – and even the guys on the telecast, I give them credit. They didn't want to blast them, but they were like, um, yeah, this is, yep. guys, this isn't right, man. And this is the kind of crap Major League Baseball has been trying to avoid. And that's exactly what he did. I thought it was totally Bush League, man.